What's up, you guys? It's Brian Aganod, and welcome to Mindset Daily. I wanted to start today's show by taking some time to welcome all of the new listeners to Mindset Daily. I've gone through the numbers over the last couple of weeks, and there's been a substantial rise in listeners that have come across the show. So wanted to take some time to welcome you guys, but also take some time to thank all of my listeners and my current listeners who have taken the time to share the show, leave reviews on it. All of that really helps to grow the show. And it's the best way that you can help support this podcast if you're enjoying it is to share it with people who uh, you think could benefit and take some time to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, again, if you're a new listener, one thing that I would do is I would take the time to go back to the beginning of this show and We just started at the beginning of the year in January, and it's grown substantially since then already. But take some time to go back and listen to those episodes from the beginning. There's a lot of stuff that you can learn, and there's a lot of stuff that you can go through. And this is one of these podcasts that's designed not just for current information to sit and wait for the current episode to come out, but there's past episodes which are all designed to learn something and they're timeless. So you can go back and you can learn all sorts of things and get yourself caught up. All right. So again, if you're new, go back and listen. There's lots of stuff that you can listen to. Now on, on today's show, what I want to talk about is something that I've observed a lot with people who struggle in life and have a hard time getting what they want or reaching their goals. And it it's, The fact that they tend to blame other people or they tend to blame other things or external circumstances for where they are. And what I mean by that is over time in life, and it doesn't matter where we are, how young we are, how old we are, we've had people, events, or things that influence the way we think, that influence even the way we think about ourselves the way we view ourselves, the way we view our own potential, the way we view our value in this world, as I've talked about on the past couple of shows. But it's something that wears on us over time, like ocean water on a rock that just keeps crashing down on a rock, where we hear something from someone or we hear something from a friend, a family member. Years ago, it sticks with us. And think back to in your own experience, where maybe you've had something 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, right? Where someone has said something and it's stuck with you and it's become part of your identity. It's become wrapped as wrapped up in who you are and you subconsciously start to go back to that. And then there's other events, right? You have that one and then there's something else that someone says or something that a spouse says to you in a relationship or a friend. And then that sticks with you. And then someone else says something. And then that sticks with you. And then someone else says something. And that sticks with you. And then before it, your core identity of who you are is just a conglomeration of what a whole bunch of people have said to you or how what a whole how a whole bunch of people have treated you. It all becomes wrapped up in your identity. And now you don't have a core identity anymore because you have let other people who have said things to you 
dictate who they think you should be. And then that's you taking that on as truth, right? That's one side of it. And then you've got other people in your life or you've been around other people who they can't see beyond themselves, like narcissists. If you've been around a lot of narcissists, for example, like they can't think beyond themselves. So do you think that they're going to pay attention to what they say to you or how to treat you? They see you like an object. But the difference is that the things they say to you, how they treat you becomes part of who you are. It becomes part of your identity. And you can go back and you can look, right? Again, no matter how old you are, you can go back 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. You can go back to your childhood and you can look and you can say, there's people in my life that treated me a certain way. There's people in my life that said things to me. And on some level, it could be just a minor traumatic event or something could be a major traumatic event, right? On how you experience that. And it's different, right? Everybody is different in this way which is you can have two people who were treated in the same way and one experience it one experiences it as trauma and one doesn't that's that's irrelevant what's relevant is how it shaped you and did it shape you in a positive way or did it shape you in a negative way that's the question that you want to to really pay attention to is yeah you've had events in your life, you've had people say things to you, you've been treated a certain way, you've had certain experiences as a child. Yes, you've had all those things. But how is that shaping you? And I think you have to get to a point where you say to yourself, okay, so I get that all of those things are out there. And I get that all of those things have shaped who I am. And that's a big first step, right? Awareness is a big first step. But you have to get to a point where you can move beyond it. And I think that's where you have to take responsibility for these things. And you have to acknowledge that, did you play a role in it? Yes. This is called ultimate ownership here, which is saying to yourself, yes, I understand. And thank yourself for, if you've become aware of this, now just realizing, yeah, There's other people who have subconsciously shaped who I am, what I believe about myself, what I think I'm capable of, what I think I can achieve in this life, my self-worth, my self-esteem. There are other people who have shaped that. I want to break that because I don't want those negative things to define me and to define my potential and define my future. I want to change that. So this is where you taking ownership really comes into play and What that means is if you found yourself in this situation, you have to get better at improving your filtration mechanism. You have to get better at it. It's a key part of your development in life and your potential in life is you have to get better at your filtration mechanism, which is you need to be less like a sponge and more like a piece of Tupperware and What I mean by that is if you put a sponge underneath the sink, you run the water onto a sponge, what happens? The sponge absorbs all of it, right? The sponge gets heavy. That's what, that's how most people live their lives, where they're like a sponge that just soaks up everything from everybody and it becomes a part of them. So 
of course, their self-esteem gets damaged, their self-worth gets damaged, how they perceive themselves, what they feel like their potential is, all of that gets damaged because they're soaking up all of this negativity from people around them. Versus if you take a piece of Tupperware, for example, and you run that underneath the sink, what does the water do? It just rolls right off it. The water just rolls right off and it doesn't absorb any of it. It's like that quote, water off a duck's back, which is the same fundamental principle. You watch ducks swimming around in the water in the lake or in the pond. They dive underneath the water for a second. They get back up and the water drops just roll right off. They don't absorb any of that water. And that's this, that's what you want to imagine for yourself is my filtration mechanism has to be good. It has to be good. And it isn't your responsibility to take on what everyone says to you as the truth. It is not your responsibility to take on other people's damage, other people's experiences, other people's trauma. It's not yours to take on and make your own. It's really important to understand that, which is you can have someone who says something negative to you. You can have someone who causes you, who may potentially cause you some kind of trauma. You may have someone that says things to you that discourage you or they're trying to cut you down. But that isn't your truth. It's not your job to take on what somebody else's fears are as your truth. And who knows what they were going through? You don't know what their experiences are. You don't know what they're going through. We, When we walk around in life, we do not know what's going on with everybody else. We can look and we can interact with people in the world and we see the way they are in front of us, but we don't know what their life is. We don't know anything about it. We don't know anything about what their life is like, what their experiences are, what they're going through, any of that. We have no idea. So when they are interacting with us in the moment, we have to realize that they are just a product, just like we are. They are just a product of their own past experiences and their own past experiences do not have to define you. So you have to get really good at hearing things and listening to what other people say, but not taking it in, not absorbing it like a sponge. That doesn't work. Absorbing, just simply taking what everyone says and absorbing it like a sponge is not going to make it work. It's not going to work for you. And these are things, this is how we create this negative, these negative views of ourselves, or this is how we start to create these beliefs, things that we believe is true that are really not. They're just things that we have subconsciously absorbed from everybody else. And it's coming from everywhere. It's coming from everywhere, guys. It comes from not just other people. We get bombarded. It comes from the television, right? The television has a message for you. The media has a news media has a message for you. Social media, if you aren't careful who you follow and what you follow, that has a message for you. Everything around you has a message for you. And where people struggle simply is the fact that they don't have a filtration mechanism for what they take in and what they don't. And that's why, for example, they say that 
teenagers, right? High school kids, even junior high kids are more depressed than ever because of social media. They don't have a filtration mechanism for what they take in as truth. So they can be scrolling around on social media is what all teenagers do these days. And they feel like all of a sudden, by the time, like every teenage boy, by the time they turn 16, they feel they need to be a millionaire. They need to have a Ferrari. They need to have a six pack. They need to have a hot girlfriend all by the time they're 16. Otherwise they're a failure. They start to take on all of these things where that don't necessarily have to be true, but they believe them as true. So they're allowing the influence of somebody else to define them. And that's everywhere. And that's the thing you have to be aware of. And is that everywhere in life, there is a subliminal message that everyone around you is trying to get you to absorb. At the trying to get you to absorb. It's on every level. It's people. It's social media. It's television. You turn on the radio. Everywhere you go, there is some kind of message that they are trying to get you to absorb. But you have to be bigger than that. And you have to realize that my filtration mechanism has to be on point and stronger than ever. And that's why it's more difficult, right? Because if you go back 50 years, right? Let's go back to the 1950s or the 1940s. There was far less subliminal messaging that was out there. There was, social media wasn't around. Television wasn't around. You know, the scale at which you can be bombarded with information was just not there. And you can now open up your phone. You can be bombarded by messages everywhere. So you're being influenced by people who you would normally never even interact with. Go back a hundred years. If you go back a hundred years, there was no social media. People had to deal with who was in their circle. And the human brain, I can't remember which book I read this in, but the human brain is wired to have 120 human connections. It's to handle 120 human connections at one time. And if you go back a hundred years, like, it's not like you were interacting with that many people. It's not like you would just see thousands and thousands of people on social media. So today, it's more important to have your filtration mechanism dialed in. And that means not allowing everything you hear and say from people to become part of you. That's how you become damaged over time, which is there's too much everybody's going to have their own opinion. And when everybody has their own opinion, yours starts to get silenced. And that's why they say it's you have to set your goals in life and your priorities and your dreams or someone else will tell you what your dreams are. And that's not where you want to be. So the question then becomes, how do I improve my filtration mechanism? How do I get better at that? And in order to get better at improving your filtration mechanism, you have to have a clearly defined identity for yourself. You have to have a clear sense of who you are and what you like, what your life is like, what you want your life to be like, and where you want to go. 
your dreams and your goals. Those things have to be clearly defined. They have to be clearly defined. It's a non-negotiable. You have to know what you want in life and you have to be very crystal clear about where it is you're going and what you're doing. Because your identity, your identity, when it's weak, is able to be manipulated. And in, in the clash of two identities, the stronger identity always wins. So if you've got someone in your life, you've got a friend, a family member who has a really strong identity, whether or not that identity is healthy or not, even if it's a toxic identity, but theirs is stronger than yours and they are going to, imp- and they are trying to impart it on you. If you aren't filtering that out, it's going to absorb you and that will become part of your identity. We absorb the stronger identities around us. We absorb it because we ourselves don't have our own. And so you have to take the time to build your identity enough to the point where your identity is the strongest around you. And so that that way you aren't a sponge taking on what other people say. You aren't a sponge that absorbs other people's identities, which quite frankly are probably not very good right? They're probably not very good. They're causing you to doubt yourself. They're causing you to not go after what you want. It's creating fear, right? It's creating fear. And when other people's identities are creating fear in you, that's your responsibility to not absorb them. So you have to take the time when you're defining your own identity. You have to take the time to Create what you want in life. You have to make a list of your goals. Make a list of the goals that you want to accomplish. And it's not just enough to have the goals, but you have to create the whys behind them because that's the emotional connection. The goal is the logical side. The whys behind the goals are the emotional side. And that's the emotional connection to your goals is what draws you in more than any discipline or any willpower ever will. It's having that connection, strong connection to your goals and the why. So you have to take the time to do that. You can't be someone who just goes around life and blows with the wind and just simply says, well, I don't know what I'm going to do today. I'm just going to, let's see, whatever my friends around me are doing, I'm going to do, right? Sometimes we try to do that. We try to fit in. Think back to your high school days. We don't know. We're just trying to fit in and we just want to be liked. What? Forget being liked. Forget it. You don't need to be liked. And that's, that's something that you have to come to terms with is that your purpose on this planet is not to be liked by everybody. It's not to be a people pleaser. It's not to please everyone. You have to get to the point where you have your own identity. You have your whys behind it, the logical and the emotional connection. And so that that way you don't have to become a slave to what other people say or think. And most importantly, you are not living a life to fit in, to just fit in and be liked. Who cares about being liked, right? That's how you start to build your identity. I have a whole episode on building your identity in detail towards the beginning of the show. If you go back and look at that, it's one of the first episodes I've done. Go back and listen to that on building your whole identity. It's really important. And that helps you start to become more like the Tupperware and less like the sponge, right? The stronger the identity, the stronger your filtration mechanism will come by default because your belief and your conviction in yourself is so strong 
that you aren't as easily influenced by what other people say. You tend to care a whole hell of a lot less. And that's what you have to get good at. Life today, unfortunately, where we're at with the amount of information that we are bombarded with, the amount of people that are in our life via the internet and social media means that our filtration mechanism has to be on point. And the more conviction that we have on ourselves, the less likely we are to absorb other people's identities, damaged or not. But we have to get to that point and you have to make yourself consciously aware and you have to be fully aware of the fact that if you don't work on your own identity, you're going to absorb other people's. And it's a skill, right? There's a skill of paying attention to what you listen to. Obviously, when you've got mentors and you've got people who can benefit you, this is why you need to know when the filtration mechanism goes on and when I don't absorb things and when I become, when I switch and I do absorb things, right? That's all part of the awareness. It's what you take in and it's all tied to your identity. Other people, to sum up, other people around you, like their shit doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're going through their own shit. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. But it's not your job to take on what they say. Again, what they say is just a product of their experiences and their experiences aren't yours. They're not your goals. They're not, their truths are not for you. Their lies, their fear, their BS is not for you. It's not for you to take on as truth. But in order to become better at resisting that, you have to take the time to build your own identity. And that is how you improve your own filtration mechanism. So that's the show for today. Again, I want to welcome all the new listeners to this podcast. If you are new, please do go back and listen to all of the episodes on here. Go back to the very beginning and start listening and absorbing all of the information on this podcast. And as always, if you're enjoying it, um, tag me, share it in the story on Instagram. Let me know what you learned, how you're going to apply it in your life. I like hearing these kinds of things. And again, thank you guys. Thank you for everyone who's leaving reviews and sharing it. I really appreciate that. I go back periodically and check the numbers on the podcast and it's grown substantially over the last couple of weeks. And I know that's because you guys are taking the time to share it. You guys are taking the time to leave reviews. I appreciate that. And that's the best way that you can support the show. Okay. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. Have a good rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.